0: Barry Weiss hit a home run. Uh, You may or may not have heard of Barry Weiss. That's B-A-R-I, Barry. She's a she, and she shook things up today with a resignation letter. She's a Pittsburgher from Squirrel Hill who had been working for the New York Times as a columnist and editorial writer. Her problem is that she's not a liberal, and in her resignation letter, she rips the New York Times. And that letter is all over the Internet right now, getting a a huge amount of play. It's a long one, but here are some of the highlights. Um, uh, Let's start with this. Uh, I was hired with the goal of bringing in voices that would not otherwise appear in your pages. First-time writers, centrists, conservatives, and others who would not naturally think of the Times as their home. The reason for this effort was clear. The paper's failure to anticipate the outcome of the 2016 election meant that it didn't have a firm grasp of the country uh, it covers. But the lessons that ought to have followed the election, lessons about the importance of understanding other Americans, the necessity of resisting tribalism, and the centrality of the free exchange of ideas to a democratic society have not been learned. Instead, a new consensus has emerged in the press, but perhaps especially at this paper, that truth isn't a process of collective discovery, but an orthodoxy already known to an enlightened few whose job it is to inform everyone else. Sounds like the New York Times. Stories are chosen and told in a way to satisfy the narrowest of audiences rather than to allow a curious public to read about the world and then draw their own conclusions. Everything she says here is what the New York Times has been criticized for by conservatives for about, I don't know, 50 years. My own forays into wrongthink have made me the subject of constant bullying by colleagues who disagree with my views. They have called me a Nazi and a racist. I have learned to brush off comments about how I'm writing about the Jews again. She's Jewish, by the way. Several colleagues perceived to be friendly with me were badgered by coworkers. My work and my character are openly demeaned on company-wide Slack channels where masthead editors regularly weigh in. She's taking a lot of heat. And I certainly can't square how you and other Times leaders have stood by while simultaneously praising me in private for my courage. Showing up for work as a centrist at an American newspaper should not require bravery. It's pretty good stuff here. Why edit something challenging to our readers or write something bold only to go through the numbing process of making it ideologically kosher when we can assure ourselves of job security and clicks by publishing our 4,000th op-ed arguing that Donald Trump is a unique danger to the country and the world? and so self-censorship has become the norm. Op-eds that would have easily been published just two years ago would now get an editor or a writer in serious trouble if not fired. Amazing. The paper of record is more and more the record of those living in a distant galaxy, one whose concerns are profoundly removed from the lives of most people. This is great stuff. This is Barry Weiss. Her dad uh, still lives in Squirrel Hill. She, a uh, Pittsburgh kid. Uh, All this bodes ill, especially for independent-minded young writers and editors paying close attention to what they'll have to do to advance in their careers. Rule one, speak your mind at your own peril. Rule two, never risk commissioning a story that goes against the narrative. Rule three, never believe an editor or publisher who urges you to go against the grain. Eventually, the publisher will cave to the mob, the editor will get fired or reassigned, and you'll be hung out to dry. Pretty strong stuff. None of this means that some of the most talented journalists in the world don't still labor for this newspaper. They do, which is what makes the illiberal environment especially heartbreaking. I can no longer do the work that you brought me here to do, the work that Adolph Oakes described in that famous 19, 1896 statement, quote, to make of the columns of the New York Times a forum for the consideration of all questions of public importance and to that end to invite intelligent discussion from all shades opinion. Oaks' idea is one of the best I've encountered, and I've always comforted myself with the notion that the best ideas win out, but ideas cannot win on their own. They need a voice. They need a hearing. Above all, they must be backed by people willing to live them. That's Barry Weiss she quit the New York Times and you'll be hearing a lot about that letter that she uh, resignation letter she wrote because it uh, confirms the the feelings of just about everybody who doesn't agree with the New York Times. When we come back it's a Tim Murtaugh Tuesday. He's the communications director for the Trump 2020 campaign. He is here every other Tuesday. We'll talk to him next. Stick around. Uncle Tom is a movie that leftist Democrats don't want you to see, which, of course, is one big reason why you should want to see it. Uh, Uncle Tom stars Larry Elder, Candace Owens, Herman Cain, and Brandon Tatum. Now, they all share three things in common. They're courageous, they had a life-changing experience, and they are black conservative Americans. Something else they have in common? Their voices are the ones the leftists don't want you to hear at a time when so many desperately need to hear it. It's their stories of how their lives were changed when they finally figured out the truth. It's the story of black conservatives in their own voice. You can see Uncle Tom now on pay-per-view. Just go to UncleTom.com and download it. The stories that these courageous people have to tell will shock you. Their journey will amaze you. It's a story of redemption and hope. It's the story of America's black conservatives, and it's the truth.
2: That's 1-800-793-8548.
0: If you're an employer, a business owner, if you have 5 to 100 employees, listen up. The cost of doing business continues to skyrocket, strangling your HR department with more regulations, administrative duties, and liability than ever. I'm John Steigerwald. Your health plan's a big part of that cost. Another year? another 10% rate hike, another $1,000 increase on your deductible, another hospital or doctor you can't go to because they're not in the network. Isn't it time for a change? Well, stop the insanity and call Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the industry. Put an end to the annual increase. Give your employees a national network that all hospitals accept and reduce your monthly premiums by 20 to 30%. It doesn't matter when your renewal is. Marley can help today. Call 724-884-1496. Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. 724-884-1496.
3: This is AM 1250, The
0: Answer. You all have helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to our listeners. You can get great discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener specials. You're going to see some amazing offers. Right now, MyPillow is offering an exclusive radio special. Today, they're offering buy one, get one free on a variety of their amazing products, including the Supima MyPillows, MyPillow towels, roll-and-go-anywhere pillows, duvet covers, Giza pillowcases, bolster pillows, and neck pillows. Plus, if you buy Mike Lindell's book, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, you'll get free shipping and a $25 gift card. Just go to MyPillow.com and enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087. Be sure to use promo code STAG. My pillow is answering the call for more face masks as the country continues to deal with the global coronavirus pandemic. They'll be making face masks for hospitals across the country.
3: The John Wall Show, AM 1250, The Answer.
1: Hey, are you guys open?
2: Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem surround can help COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt, but now local businesses are getting back to normal and families are getting out to shops, stores, and restaurants. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent up consumer demand business recovery plan should be ready to go right now. The marketing team at Salem surround is ready to help. So you don't waste a minute or a dollar recapturing market share. We'll help design your recovery plan, targeting potential customers with proven market Marketing strategies with everything in our toolkit working for you digital, audio, mobile, even audience engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital marketing plan.
3: Learn more by logging on to SurroundPittsburgh.com. SurroundPittsburgh.com
1: connecting you with new customers. Studies show decades of increased taxpayer spending per student has failed to improve educational performance. Can't we do better? Pittsburgh's Christian schools say we can. If you're looking for a safe environment for kids to learn, challenge, and grow, where character matters and academic excellence is served by highly qualified teachers who partner with parents, consider Christian education. Right now, local Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees. While they last, at theanswerpgh.com slash tuitions.
0: Murtaugh was supposed to be here and uh he's been a pretty pretty good regular guest but uh he calls us and he hasn't called yet so um it's just me here for a minute um for maybe <laughs> maybe longer than that um a um i just get back to that um the uh the editorial the resignation i should say by barry weiss uh, it's all over uh the internet as i said um it's being played up uh, pretty pretty big by uh, Fox News. I would exec- I would expect that you would be uh, seeing a lot of her and her letter on the internet uh, well tonight, especially but in the next few days and and it'll be interesting to see what kind of response um, the uh, the New York Times has to this. Um, I um, uh, th- this is a, the Fox News. Uh, website uh, foxnews.com and she's at the top big picture and uh, it says the digital thunderdome top new york times editor's scathing resignation letter exposes how vicious leftist bullies run the newsroom that's um that's that's pretty much what you get out of reading that letter um and that's that's not just that she's complaining about the the editorial uh, policies and what she's run into as far as the resistance she gets for trying to go against the narrative, as she says, but it's also how she's treated personally. And that says a lot because uh, you talk to, uh, it, it, I think a lot of conservatives will tell you that they run into this a lot, that um, they, they have, they'll have a liberal um they work with or a friend or relative or whatever, and they, because they're conservative and this person is a liberal, they definitely um, disagree with that person. Uh, but they don't um, cancel that person out of their life, or or or, or uh, confront them, or do some of the things that uh, she talked about here in this uh, in this letter. She, um, uh, it's it's there's something about liberals who are constantly preaching tolerance. And they basically have no tolerance for anybody who disagrees with them. And I think I mean I, I don't know if uh, conservatives have any more tolerance for the the views that liberals espouse, but they I I just think they have more um, um, they have more tolerance for them as people. They under, they they understand that they disagree. But they don't—they don't consider them bad human beings because of it. It's—it's um, uh, it's very strange. But uh, she ran into it, and and uh, Barry Weiss, um, she's um, she's been around. She's and she's uh, she's not uh, she's not uh, a lightweight by any means. She is um, she's been a regular uh, guest on The View. She's been on uh, Bill Maher's show. She's. Uh, She's considered a, a, a very smart and uh, up-and-coming, maybe even beyond that. She's a, an arrived uh, uh, editor and writer, and she went to the New York Times with the idea that she, you know she was going to contribute there with her opinions and her take on things, which they claim to have uh, wanted because they admitted that they kind of blew it uh, on the 2016 uh, election. Um, that they they didn't they they totally missed what was going on in the country because they're so insulated and because they're so um uh, they just they're, they're so reluctant to listen to anybody's views much less put them in their newspaper um and she's she's gone and she's a she's a um she's a a, a squirrel hero person she's a pittsburger so she went in there with a uh, with some opinions, and she canceled them before they canceled her. I guess, but um, some of the stuff that she that she writes about is just um, pretty nasty. Some of the stuff that she said was going on with her there. So, um, and and as I said, it it kind of confirms what the uh, what everybody has felt about the New York Times for for so long uh, that that um, she uh, that that it's. Totally intolerant and totally incapable of um, of um, it 's one thing to not to, to disagree, but to have a newspaper that 's considered and still tries to claim to be and i don 't think it 's considered anymore but it still uh, claims to be a uh, you know the, the the paper of record, but unwilling to to um, publish anybody else 's opinion. I'm uh, just looking at her, um, her bio here. Before ter- uh, joining the Times, she was an op-ed editor at the Wall Street Journal, associate book review editor there. For two years, she was a senior editor at Tablet. That's the online magazine of Jewish news, politics, and culture. She edit- edited the site's uh, political and news coverage. She regularly appears on, here it is, shows like The View, Morning Joe, and Bill Mayer. Gilmar, she's a a proud Pittsburgh native and a graduate of Columbia. She's also the winner of the Reason Foundation's uh, 2018 Bastiat Prize, which annually honors writing that best demonstrates the importance of freedom with originality, wit, and eloquence. And Vanity Fair recently called Weiss the Times, quote, star opinion writer. And the Journalism Post just named Barry Weiss the seventh most influential Jew in the world, not in the United States in the world it says here her parents were disappointed she didn't rank higher but uh so she's a pretty good um and talented person that the new york times probably uh should have gotten a little bit more value from and so they uh she she's so fed up that she just tells them to stick it and she leaves that's um and as i said that's that's going to get quite a bit of play it already is uh lead story at uh, the FoxNews.com. You know, it would be interesting to see, uh, now that I think about it, it's going to get a lot of play in conservative circles. Um, I wonder if um, CNN or MSNBC will be mentioning it at all. Uh, I'm looking at CNN's <laughs> website right now, and uh, it didn't make it. I don't think it's on there. If it is, it's uh, in the small print because it's not in the headline, and, and this is a big deal because she didn't just resign. She publicly resigned and absolutely trashes the, uh, the New York Times on her way out the door. And remember, liberals still love the New York Times. They, uh, you know, um, more and more people are using it to wrap fish, but uh, there are liberals who still swear by it. And, um, and I'm looking now on MSNBC – and uh, no mention of it. Nothing here. Interesting. Lead story, big picture, top of the page at foxnews.com. No mention uh, uh, at MSNBC. So there you go. Well, we apologize for uh, not having Tim Mertz on. Hey Mike, I don't know if you're listening back there. He's here every other Tuesday. He wasn't here last Tuesday, was he? I don't think he was. I, I mean, I, I can't remember. But it's possible that it was my mistake, and I was expecting that he. I can't remember if he was on last week or not. Um, but he's he's been a regular uh, and been showing up uh, very well, uh very dependably uh, showing up. So uh, we missed him this week. Uh, <clears throat> when we come back, I I've got a couple minutes here before the break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, school choice. With Corey DeAngelis, he's the uh, school choice director at the Reason Foundation. And uh, obviously there's a big uh, debate going on now about opening schools. I just uh, saw a a number about schools, uh, about uh, coronavirus stats in California, where they've decided they're not going to open the schools, at least in the L.A. and San Diego school districts. They're not going to be there in person. They've said that already, even though it's only July and they weren't supposed to be there for another month. Um, they have decided that they're not going to open schools in uh, California, at least in those two. I don't know if it's it's statewide. I don't think it's totally statewide. But anyway, I saw the state of the stat on uh, the coronavirus there in California. Uh, Do you know how many people 18 or younger? This is school age, you know, kindergarten to uh, 12th grade. Do you know how many kids, 18 or under, have died in California from the coronavirus? None. Nobody hasn't happened yet. Not one. And they're not. Um, they're not. We we know for a fact that um, the data show that they are not. Kids are not transferring the disease to uh, adults. It's just not happening. So. Uh, not one coronavirus death among nine million kids. May i give you that number again. <laughs> uh, these are kids under eighteen. Not one person out of nine million in the state has uh, died from the coronavirus. Uh, they're, and they're 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 keeping the schools closed because of this. The, uh, the school districts in uh, LA and San Diego, which serve almost one million students, they said yesterday that they will not have in-person uh, teaching to start the year. Not one person has died for uh, zero to eighteen. So we'll talk to Corey D'Amico about what uh, what everybody should have learned about this uh, about school choice from this uh, hysteria over the coronavirus. And whether or not the cause may have been helped a little bit by all the stupidity surrounding it. We'll do that when we come back. Stick around.
4: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The U.S. has carried out the first federal execution in 17 years, putting to death a man who killed an Arkansas family as part of a plot to build a whites-only nation. 47-year-old Daniel Lewis Lee of Yukon, Oklahoma, died at the federal prison in Terre Haute, Indiana. Wells Fargo losing $2.4 billion in the second quarter, the first quarterly loss for the bank since the real estate crash of 2008. Delta Airlines lost $5.7 billion. In the second quarter, as the coronavirus pandemic crushed air travel, California's Squaw Valley Ski Resort is considering changing its name to remove the word squaw, a derogatory term for Native American women. The stock market finishing higher today. The Dow picked up 556 points. The Nasdaq gained 97. This is SRN News. Thinking about life insurance?
3: Most of us didn't see this coming. In fact, we've been stunned as we watch it unfold. America's young people have become so indoctrinated that more than half of them now think socialism is a good idea. How did this happen? We weren't paying attention. All the nation's schools taught this confounding ideology to our kids. Now those kids are adults. Now they want to fundamentally change the way America works. This radio station exists to educate and to return this country to the way it was founded. We have a country to save. Keep listening to find out how. AM 1250.
1: The Answer. The Answer Pittsburgh celebrates the high school class of 2020, and we'd like to reward your college-bound seniors achievement during our Senior Spotlight Sweepstakes, presented by Salem Media Group. Enter now through August 20th for a chance to win a $500 school package. Click the contest banner at theanswerpgh.com and upload a photo of your senior with a short bio of their future plans. Then, Friday, August 21st, one lucky senior will win a $500 school package. The Senior Spotlight Sweepstakes, brought to you in part by Salem Media Group, Salem Surround, and this station.
3: Do you or your business have financial problems? Are you overwhelmed with debt? Now there's a natural way to take charge of your blood pressure. Introducing New Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula from the makers of the nation's best-selling garlic supplement. New Garlic helps maintain healthy blood pressure levels with clinically supported levels of garlic, plus a custom blend of vitamins and minerals. And it's odor-free. Take charge of your blood pressure with New Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223 CS Pittsburgh. A division of Sala Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app. Smart speakers. Tune in. iHeart or Radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer.
1: Watch out for an accident on Washington Pike. It's at Landgraf Avenue. Now over to the Parkway East. On the outbound side, about a five-minute delay. Bates Street to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. And bound also a bit slow, into the tunnel. We're fine on the Parkway West, looking good in both directions there. We continue to see construction in the Oakland area, Bigelow Boulevard, between Forbes Avenue and Fifth Avenue. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250. The answer, weather. Clear tonight, low 61. Mostly sunny for tomorrow, high 89. Wednesday night, clear to partly cloudy, low 70. Thursday, clouds and sun with showers and a heavy afternoon thunderstorm, high 87. Friday, clouds and some sun, humid. Watch for a shower or thunderstorm around with a high 86. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Andy Robb.
3: This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer.
0: Now, most parents and kids have no idea what school is going to be like in the fall, or even if there will be school. Los Angeles and San Diego schools announced yesterday that there would be no in-person school until health conditions allow it. As I mentioned before the break, one not one person under the age of 18 in California has died from the virus. Every day you can find a great advertisement for why there should be school choice for everybody. Corey DeAngelis is the director of school choice at the Reason Foundation. He joins us now. Corey, thanks for being here. Hello, Corey, you there? No, oh, no, don't tell We lose him? He was there. I don't hear Corey, no. Let's take a break. We'll be right back, and uh, we'll try to figure this out. Apologize for that.
4: Armchair psychologists have tried and failed to throw doubt on President Trump's sanity, but there's a new book that puts truly insane rulers in historic perspective. It's called History's Nine Most Insane Rulers. Author Scott Rank has unearthed the real lives of the nine most mentally unbalanced leaders through the ages. Some suffered from schizophrenia, like King Charles VI of France, who thought he was made of glass. Then there's Ottoman Sultan Ibrahim, the first who practiced his archery skills by pointing his arrows at his palace servants. And how about the President for Life of Turkmenistan, who named the days of the week after himself? There's a serious side to all this. Power can be addictive and destructive for those who hold on to it for too long. This book, History's Nine Most Insane Rulers, takes an in-depth look at the toxic mixture of absolute power and insanity. Are insane rulers a relic of the age of monarchs? Get the surprising answers in the new book, History's Nine Most Insane Rulers, by Scott Rank. Order it today at Amazon or wherever books are sold.
0: We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows or Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Steigerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows or Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters, and downspouts, siding, and of course, windows, Windows or Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows or Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit windowsoruspittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's windowsoruspittsburgh.com dot com Windows Us
1: Hey are you guys open? Yeah, yeah we
2: are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, Is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal, and families are getting out to shops, stores, and restaurants. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Business recovery plans should be ready to go right now. The marketing team at Salem Surround is ready to help, so you don't waste a minute or a dollar recapturing market share. We'll help Design your recovery plan targeting potential customers with proven marketing strategies. With everything in our toolkit working for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience-engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital marketing plan.
3: Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Now streaming on SalemNow.com is the brand new film, Selfie Dad. Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis who becomes an overnight social media phenomenon, only to turn away from God and his family. But when he's confronted with a newfound friendship and the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness.
4: Some of these things I just can't fix without some sort of direction,
2: and I'm finding it right here in the Bible.
3: God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce, as well as Grammy singer YouTube star Jamie Grace and War Room's Karen Abercrombie. It will inspire you to find the life-changing value of the Bible.
1: Watch Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code Pittsburgh to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com, promo code Pittsburgh. You're listening
3: to the John Stiegertwal Show on AM 1250, The Answer.
0: Okay, I'm back and I'm nervous because I'm wondering whether Corey DeAngelis is going to be able to hear me. Corey, are you there? Yeah, he's not there. He's there, but he, I, I can't hear him. Uh, we're done here, Mike. Uh, I, I can't. I guess we uh, we punt. Um, <laughs> something's wrong. Uh, it's just not working. Corey is there; he's hearing me, and I'm not hearing him. It's radio. I'm uh, I'm coming to you uh, remotely from Washington, and there's no uh, reason to believe that this uh, isn't working. So uh, I'll just I'll tell you what I, I can tell you I can tell you some of the things that uh, that I, I've been following uh, Corey DeAngelis on um, uh, Twitter, and he, he's just relentless with his. Um, with his uh, support and um, uh, promotion of the idea of school choice, he's everywhere on Twitter, and and uh, he has great arguments uh, for all the people who seem to be against it. I, I've never understood being against uh, school choice. Um, it's uh, it, it's it, wh- why should the public schools have a monopoly? Uh, that's what I've always wondered. But uh, as he points out here in his piece, um, th- that you know that the school closures have affected. 55 million uh, K through K-12 uh, students in the U.S. since March. And uh, in New York City, Mayor de Blasio, uh, what's his name, Warren Wilhelm, um, he recently announced that uh, most students will only attend in person two or three days a week, but those kinds of options uh, aren't going to help. The problem with that is if you are uh, a, a family that has a mother and a father working and the kids have to go to, and go to when, and they're you're able to work because the kids go to school. What do you do if your kids are only going to school on Mondays and Wednesdays, what do you do the rest of the week? How do you, how do, how are parents supposed to, uh, deal with that? Uh, and, and the other thing is why should you continue to pay your school taxes uh, I mean, this now, was it, March, April, May, June, uh, we're, we're, we're working on four months, one-third of the year. So whatever your school taxes are, one-third of that, you've got nothing for it because uh, what they're passing off as school, the, uh, the remote learning, um, it's uh, a, a report by the Center for Reinventing Public Education found that only one in three school districts even required teachers to deliver instruction During the lockdown, one in three. So if I mean, if I'm if I'm paying school taxes, I don't know what my school taxes are here. Probably they're probably not uh, probably they're probably a good number, big number. But um, I don't have any kids in school anyway. So that's another issue. But that's uh, but but if I have kids in school and I'm paying my taxes and you through no choice of mine, my kids are no longer going to school. Why am I still playing, paying my school taxes? Especially if the teachers aren't even required to uh, to teach. Um, but do you know that, according to Corey, that uh, that spending on per student this is uh, this is uh, inflation adjusted spending on students. Has increased two hundred and eighty percent since nineteen sixty, and it's now uh, the average that is spent on each ch- uh, kid in school is fifteen thousand uh, dollars. And and here's the other thing: you're paying all that money fifteen. I don't know what it costs to go to. Um, well, I think it, I know it costs more than that to go to, to uh, Shadyside Shady Side Academy. Um, but fifteen thousand dollars will get you a pretty good private school for your kid uh, but according to the nation's report card 15 percent 15 percent of u.s. students are profi- proficient in u.s. history and two out of every three uh, students are not proficient in reading so the question is for me and i've asked this question uh, i asked this question on the show before don't have the answer for it if two out of three I mean, these people, these little people are being sent to these buildings every day all over the country, and if you have 30 kids in a classroom, 20 of them, when they're finished with this process, and these people who have paid money to, to teach them how to read, two out of three, 20 out of the 30, leave at the end of the year, <laughs> the school year, and they are not proficient in reading. So what am I getting for my money? If that's not, I mean, what... What is the reason for two out of three kids not being able to read with the proper proficiency? Um, And if that's the case, why am I being taxed to the point that uh, they can spend $15,000 per student? You could go to a really good uh, Catholic high school for less than that, I'm guessing. Uh, and what what would be wrong with giving uh, parents vouchers and then getting letting them pick their school? That's that's the, what Corey De has been uh, preaching for a long time. Uh, they need it, this is what the American Federation of Teachers claims. That's the one of the big teachers unions. They say that uh, government run schools across the country need. Over $116 billion now to reopen safely. That's that's a good chunk of money. That's twice the total amount the federal government allocated towards K-12 education in the most recent school year. It's also close to the amount the U.S. dedicated to the Marshall Plan, according to Corey, to uh, rebuild Europe after World War II. And uh, the Federal CARES Act has already provided over $13 billion to assist in reopening schools. Uh, Only 1.5% of that money has actually been used by states. So where's the money going? That's his question. I don't have the answer to that. Um, uh, Lots of families are reporting that they want virtual learning for their kids next year. A new national study says that 53% of Latino families are considering not enrolling their kids in school this year. A uh, Gallup survey uh, found that 44% of families want full or part-time distance learning this fall. and a recent USA Today poll said 60% of parents are likely to pursue home-based education. Remember when people used to think that uh, homeschooling your kids was this radical, crazy idea? Um, and this, what's happening with the coronavirus is that uh, people are starting to look at that as a not-so-crazy idea. Uh, these polls show it. And so the teachers' unions are – they are – the teachers are afraid to go to school because they might catch the disease from these kids who, the data show, don't transfer the disease. They don't. They don't transmit the disease to other people, to adults. And uh, out of 9 million of them in California, zero have died, not one. Now, I don't have the – the numbers in front of me, but I bet if I found the um, the numbers on the regular flu, just the, the seasonal flu, I'm guessing that there might have been a kid or two uh, under 18 who died from that. Not one kid under 18 in California has died from the coronavirus. Uh, Teachers union have made it hard uh, because uh, to get their kids into quality distant learning programs. The, uh, the teachers union in Oregon lobbied to prevent families from enrolling in virtual charter schools. That, now, think about that for a minute. What does the union care? Once they've shut the schools down, who cares what the union thinks or what the union teachers want? I want my kid to get some kind of an education. I'm enrolling him in a, in a, uh, in a charter school. What, what business is it of theirs? Meanwhile, the Pennsylvania Association of School Administrators lobbied to prevent families from accessing virtual charter schools options. Uh, in the spring and the California legislature just passed a bill that prevents education dollars from uh, going to kids in, in virtual charter schools this coming school year. What what is the, why is the, uh, why does anybody care why, where the union wants the money to go? They're not, they're not willing to come in and teach. Don't they lose their, uh, their ability to decide who gets what and what, what, what money should be spent on education? That. They're, people are willing to pay them if they'd show up. They don't want to show up. Uh, uh, anybody who's been paying attention to the coronavirus stuff should know by now that um, uh, that the, the, the kids are not suffering from this disease. They're not. There's no. There's just almost zero uh, uh, indication that these kids are going to have serious problems if they do happen to, to catch the virus. They're either going to be uh, ask some uh, no, no symptoms, or they're going to be just mild. They're going to be sick. You know, they miss school for a couple of days. Uh, but uh, so is it the teachers unions that are holding this whole thing up? I don't know. Oh, okay. we got some time left. Um, I'd, I'd ask to take some phone calls, but, <laughs> you know, we weren't able to, uh, something going on with the system that we weren't able to get the, uh, that our guests on. So I can't, I can't ask for phone calls. Um, but uh i can i can uh uh babble here for a few more minutes if you'd like but uh, but the 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 uh school choice thing is a uh, something that's bugged me for a long time i i didn't go to public schools i went to catholic schools my whole life and um i'm a big fan of the catholic schools and and i i think that maybe my experience there makes me realize that uh there is an alternative to what's going on in the public schools and it doesn't have to. It doesn't even have to involve the religious part of it. It's it's this this the discipline, the uh, the standards, the um, requirements, the expectations, everything that goes with uh, the, that I remember from being in a in a Catholic school, and, and remembering what I uh, learned from my friends who went to public school, the difference, and some of the. Uh, and I don't mean obviously I went to school a million years ago, but whether or not I. Um, whether or not it's still the same, I don't know. I don't know what you're getting in the Catholic schools now, but the, the point is there should be a choice for people. And the, the fact that the, the unions get all riled up when anybody even suggests going in another direction while the schools are shut down should tell you everything you need to know about how much power they have, number one, but also how paranoid they are that there might be some competition out there. And what if these people, uh, enrolled in a, in a cyber charter school and, uh, they found out they, they liked it better than sending their kids off to school every day and they thought that their kids were learning more. Um, so, uh, you know, if it just, it, the, the whole point of school choice is to create competition and, People say, well, th- th- there there wouldn't be enough room for the kids to go, and that that uh, that some that some people wouldn't be able to afford it, and that you know, uh, fifteen thousand uh, dollars, you're not going to be able to give every kid fifteen thousand dollars. Well, if there was competition, wouldn't there be schools popping up where there would be a little uh, a, a smaller program where you can send your kid uh, and pay? I don't know. Five thousand dollars, seventy-five hundred dollars a year, something else, uh, and and it wouldn't be. You, maybe you wouldn't have uh, a fleet of school buses and a gigantic building that would have to be maintained. Uh, maybe maybe there's uh, you know a, a way for other systems to to uh, exist other than just either the public school that we now public schools that we now know or. I guess the only thing, other thing, are the places like Shady Side Academy, which cost twenty-five thousand bucks a year to go there, something like that, or even the Catholic schools now are charging ten, twelve thousand bucks a year. That's a lot of money for somebody to pay, but um, especially when you're also paying your property taxes. Uh, I mean, your you know your school taxes while you're not sending your kids there, but sending them somewhere else. Uh, I wish we could have had Corey DeAngelo on to talk about it, but uh, uh, we had a, a technical problem. Tomorrow, I'm hoping to have um uh, uh a show that I can actually you know t- t- talk to my talk to my guests these things happen um I know on Thursday yeah let's take a break and then I'll come back we'll uh we'll babble for another couple minutes before I bail out of here
3: Dan Proft explains the two different protests happening now.
1: One is the, the traditional protest by black urban dwellers about uh, police treatment. And another is a protest being driven by the uh, sons and daughters of 60 radicals who are underemployed. Their uh, medieval poetry, a VA from Vassar, only allows them to be a barista. And it's a problem. The Dan Proft
3: Show. Weeknights at 9 at AM 1250.
1: The Answer. More than 2 million people fleeing the Syrian civil war have taken refuge in the tiny country of Lebanon. Walking through their camps, you might be surprised to hear this. Jesus replied, Love oh, the Lord, your God, with all
4: your heart and with all your soul, and with all your minds.
1: Children from a Muslim culture reciting Bible verses? Yes. In the midst of a critical, unstable situation, God is saving and changing the hearts of these children and their families through heart for Lebanon, Right now, you can make sure families get emergency supplies and the hope of the gospel they so desperately need. An investment of one hundred sixteen dollars helps two families for the next sixty days. But with over a thousand families on a waiting list, we hope you'll be as generous as you can. Call triple eight two four seven five four nine nine. That's triple eight two four seven fifty four ninety-nine.
0: Oh, we're back. Uh I'm just looking here. We're we talking about at the beginning of the show. <clears throat> Uh, Barry Weiss the uh, the woman who made public her resignation letter when she um, bailed out of the New York Times and just absolutely ripped them apart for being uh, intolerant of her views and uh, people bullying her and everything. Uh, I'm looking here th- across the internet and uh, it was as I said earlier it's it was the at the top of the page on foxnews.com. And nowhere to be found on MSNBC or CNN. And uh, I just checked at the Daily Caller. And amazingly enough, at the Daily Caller, a conservative site, it gets uh, it gets a big play. Um, so this is exactly what she was talking about, by the way. It's the, just the unwillingness to to uh, bend it all and just be so biased and then sell yourself as a news organization – but um, the Daily Caller has it. Uh, let's see. Uh, third item on this on their list: uh, intellectual curiosity is now a liability. Barry Weiss writes scathing resignation letter from the New York Times amid its woke civil war. Uh, that's that's what you get on the um, the Daily Caller. Checking here at some of these other sites. Uh, let's try PJ Media. Um, Let's see. Yep, yeah, that's their, their, the second line on their page is Barry Weiss, the New York Times, James Daymore, Insider spills the beans on stifling cancel culture. So uh, somehow this, this, is, this is the way it's going to work. This will get a lot of play tonight on Fox News, and it'll get play online on, on the Daily Call. It'll get on uh, talk radio, conservative talk radio. And liberal uh, news outlets will ignore it, which is exactly what the New York Times would probably do. So that's why she left. But good, good for Barry Weiss. She got out, probably while the getting was good. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. The John Stagerwal Show is a production of the Enter Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.